grammar like the Bible. Today is the 4th of August, mm-hmm. which how did yes. we get here? I caught the bus. <laughs> Nobody's supposed to be here. It's National Water Balloon Day. Okay, we're going to need it because it's hot. hot. Do you think this month will break last month's record of being the hottest month in history? Unfortunately, yes, because August don't play. We always be like hype for July, forgetting uh-huh. that August is right there and Literally. be acting up. Also, I don't people realize the hottest day in history. In history. People also don't realize like how far reaching this goes. Like in Africa, like the animals are dying, not even because of poaching. I mean, poaching is a thing, but they're dying because literally it's just mm-hmm. so damn hot. There's not enough water. I think about how long the earth has been here. So they had a hottest day. Well, how long we've been able to track the Right, heat. yeah. <laughs> we've, been, we've been able to track it for a, a good chunk of time. Solid chunk. So, yeah. Ooh, I'm hot. I'm hot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's getting kind of hectic. Yeah, so get your water balloons for National Water Balloon Day. Yes. Uh, do you know it's Barack Obama's birthday today? I did not know that. It is. It is. It is. And we're going to spread some black joy because it's Friday, Friday. We always spread black joy. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So first we got former First Lady Michelle Obama. She's spreading some black joy with her health company, Pleasant Nutrition. That's awesome. We love, you know, the First Lady and her health food. <laughs> she, she, she the reason we had all the health foods in schools when I was in high school. Changed and we had hot Cheetos no more because of the First Lady. Um, plus we got the public sales announcement coming up this hour. When is she going to talk about all this racism? Maybe it's in like the ad for the Play Z nutrition. Maybe the bar's gonna be like in racism. Okay. On the packaging. Like Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll um I'll hold out for that. I will hold out for that. We got the uh public seals announcement, like he said. We also just have a whole show of Black Joy because that's mm-hmm. what happens every Friday. So make sure you don't go anywhere. Hit us up one eight five five Amanda eight. One eight five five two six two six three two eight. Remember it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. And we're just getting started. So keep it locked to the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy. I like the Bible. And it is time for a story of black joy. So the former first lady, Michelle Obama, is busy, y'all, because she has launched a new health company, Plezy Nutrition, an initiative that is helping to make and sell healthier food and drink options for children. She's vowing to provide products that are filled with low sugar and nutrient-dense ingredients like fiber and potassium. Ms. Obama, who is the co-founder and strategic partner behind Plezy Nutrition, um, will work behind the scenes on its educational and philanthropic efforts as well. She says, our goal is to provide healthy drinks and snacks for kids, but to jumpstart, our goal isn't to just provide a healthy drinks and snacks for kids, but to jumpstart a race to the top that will transform the entire food industry. We want to be a partner that parents can count on, lead with our values, and drive the kind of change that she's always hoped to see. Maybe it'll be like Black History Facts on the backs of the juice boxes. I would love that. You know, I love a little, a little fact. It's very Black necessary. Joy. It's very necessary kudos to Ms. Michelle oh, to Ms. Michelle Obama putting this together. You know, we all know that nutrition and health in this mm-hmm. country is definitely something that is lacking. Yeah, but a lot of food deserts. Yes. People can't access things. Hopefully this is accessible to people. There's that. That's yep. the key thing. So hopefully we'll see that. And uh, I'm not sure when. Did it say when it's coming out? Um, It does not say when it's coming out. Um, but but the it products- will be available in Walmart, Targets, and Sprouts Markets. Oh, they're actually available now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so get out there. Some products... Uh, and check it out and let us know what they are, what you feel, how they are. One eight five five, yeah, taste test. One eight five five, Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. When we get back, we got to get in some group chat. Don't go anywhere. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Okay, now, sis, that's something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. Here's the thing about trauma. It either runs through you or it runs you. And when you know that you have it and you simply let it breathe and live and breathe, you are not in control of it. It is up to all of us to identify what are the things we were given that we had no control over that are now controlling us and to actively do something about it. And unfortunately, there's just no space of healthy alignment when you're someone who is doing that work, trying to be with someone who isn't doing that work. It just don't work. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. Did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that. The Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you've reached The, the Amanda, Amanda Seals Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. I think you were discussing uh, parents' trauma and then placing that on their children. Oftentimes, uh, parents are having children or kids are having children and they don't know how to be parents. So... Basically, they just resort back to how they were weird, and it's just an ongoing cycle. So first thing is to have a maturity level to be a parent and then probably try to implement something new. Uh, and that way, the kids don't suffer from their from their parents' trauma. Hi, Amanda Seals and Jeremiah Likes the Bible. Um, this is Sheena. I live in Austin, Texas. I listen to you guys every day. You guys have opened my mind and opened books again. And thank you for all the knowledge that you pass on. Um, we really appreciate you out here. Thank you. Love you guys. Have a good day. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Jeremiah. Like the Bible. This is Takora calling from Southern California. Um, I had two things to say. It's kind of like the things I learned this week, but also about the bathing situation. Ooh. Did you know <laughs> that... Um, the Kakazoids did not know how to bathe until the Moors came and taught them how to bathe. Yeah, very interesting, huh? Anyways, I love you guys' show. I love all the information you give. Um, I feel like it's like a little class almost every day. So just thank you guys for the work that you're doing, and it's much appreciated. We at, we at, we at! We love it! I'm, I literally was like, the Kakazoids, I'm like, what creature is this? Then they clicked in my head. I was like, <laughs> bathing. Because she said things I learned this week. I'm thinking like, you know, people love an animal effect on our show. Right, so right, I, right. So that's where I was going. Then I was like, oh, I'm screaming. Yeah, I'm with it. I was with it from the beginning. Listen, I did know that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I know that we helped teach, taught, taught them how to bathe. 
I'm not going to say we because I don't know that I'm a descendant of the Moors. I know there are black people yeah. who are like, we was Moors. Right. But I, to my understanding, I was not. When I say we people of color, I'll okay. say that. Okay, fair enough. People yes. with Because the Moors skin. was definitely, to my understanding, uh, down for enslaving us. So. Right. I don't know if they're us, us. Uh, but I say all of that to say that, uh, yeah, bathing was not a part of the equation. Mm-hmm. And then they was just like, ah, but that's a part of Islam, you know, like part of Islam culture is cleanliness. Like you can't, um, you can't even, I, I, here's something I learned this week. You can't even say Aslam Alaikum in a bathroom. Oh, really? Like you're not supposed to say Aslam Alaikum in a bathroom because it's like, uh, like to my understanding, it's a greeting that is like kind of God like mm-hmm. and not God like but it's like a reference to God mm-hmm. and the bathroom is an unholy place like a, a sullied place I did not know that so you know rules baby rules See? well you know what the rule here is give us a call one eight five five man 8 that's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. we got more show for you so keep it luck right here the Amanda Seal show we up we up we up We need a Friday song. We do? Yeah. Somebody sing, send us a Friday song. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we ain't got to make it. <laughs> we need a Friday song. I'm Amanda Seals. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. It's still the Amanda Seals Show as well. It is. It is. It is. Uh, happy Friday. Happy birthday to former President Barack Obama. It's also Meghan Markle's birthday. Ah, across the pond. Uh, also Marcus Houston oh, okay. and Rich Dollars. Two brothers that... You know, just reality and, and, and interviews made us feel like, I don't know if I need to know more about you. Question. Do you think that the monarchs um, gave, the monarchy gave Meghan and Markle a birthday card and a birthday cake? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't send her a coronation full of flowers? No, I don't. Mm, okay. Dang. A cornucopia of sorts? Something. A little something. A text. A HBD text. <laughs> Kate was like, I HBD hate an girl. HBD. I hate an HBD. Don't even wish me happy birthday. Type it out. Maybe Kate will send her HBD just to be petty. Like HBD. <laughs> Meg. Meg. <laughs> it's just <laughs> abbreviation nation. <laughs> what do you got coming up this hour on this fun day Friday? Coming up this hour, we got more black joy. We're going to talk about Usher. He's spreading black joy. Plus the people versus. I'm taking somebody to the courtroom. And we got the things you learned this week. All right. Got all that going on, and you should stick by us. What we because we got you got all that, we got all that, and you should stick by us, okay? Mm-hmm. You should stick by us because we here every Friday to bring you all joy, more, more joy, and joy, and joy. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It is time for a story of black joy, yes, sir. So, you know, Usher has been making waves in Vegas with his Las Vegas residency, Amanda. But mm-hmm. earlier this month, Usher held his sixth annual. Disruptor Vader Summit on the campus of Georgia State University in Atlanta. The event was launched by his New Look Foundation and this year featured two days of sessions including mentorship, financial literacy, 
and health and wellness workshops. For the first, for the, from the time of its inception, Usher's Foundation has continued to inspire, educate, and empower young people of the generation and the next to become leaders and change makers in their respective communities. Usher says he wants to do what he wants to do is encourage young men and women to be to being disruptive, but in the positive way. So good young, trouble. Good trouble, of course. These young disruptivators, as he's bringing them, people love a word. Disruptivators, black black spurts, right. disruptivators. Are changing their communities. They are heroes on a journey and he supports them. You know what's funny? Shout out to Usher, first of all. Usher's had this camp when I was growing up. It's like a camp to for like uh, like a performing arts performing arts oh, camp yeah. in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I used to want to be in it so bad, but I never auditioned because I didn't think I was gonna get in. What? And in retrospect, I was like, you would have killed the Jeremiah. You know what? We talked about shooting the shot the other day, and you saying that you won't shoot your shot because you're afraid. Like, why? Why do you not? I mean, I shot my shot in other ways, but for whatever reason, that particular thing, I just was so scared to do it. Maybe because I was like, oh my god, it's Usher's thing. Like everyone's gonna do this thing, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm not gonna get in. I don't know why I thought that though. Interesting. Well, you know what? Maybe uh, you'll end up like teaching at the camp one day. Oh, Oh, you see, people don't want it. I don't understand your generation. Y'all do not want things. Y'all talk a good game. But when it's actually like there, you be like, ugh, I don't know. I want to teach now. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Well, you know what? I think this is great. And it's also incredibly necessary considering the times we're in. We need disruptivators. Okay. Mm -hmm. We need disruptivators to be on deck because there's a lot to disrupt. So shout out to Mr. U-S-G-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Uh, I hope they chant that. I hope they chant that. Everyone gather around. U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Let me tell me what you want to do. Yeah. He ascends into the room. Good morning, disruptivator. It's seven o'clock. <laughs> on the dot. <laughs> I'm screaming. All right, y'all. We got more show for you. Don't go anywhere. We're going to come back to Jeremiah's The People Versus. Who are the people up against this week? Well, we're going to find out and let y'all know. So don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Y'all know what time it is. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. And we got to get into Jeremiah's feature of the week, The People Versus. All right, Amanda. So this week, The People were versus none other than Mr. Offset. Oh, really? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, what's the issue? You know, last week, him and his wife, Cardi B, dropped their song, Jealousy. It's a great video. A lot of rapping and running around in an apartment complex. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But this week, he earlier this week, he did an interview, and he talked about just kind of the conversation around, like, the infidelity in their relationship with him and Cardi. You know, earlier this year, he had tweeted or uh, put on, I think, Instagram that um, post, like, my wife... Um, Alleging that, that Cardi cheated with somebody. He used some explicit language. I can't oh. repeat it. Um, he insinuated that Cardi cheated on him. Basically came out and said, you know, he was he was drinking. That was the liquor that was talking. Um, but when Drunk it, mouth speaks a sober mind, but go on. Right. Um, but it came from the interview that, you know, he really felt like the reason that um, he cheated back in the day, he was just like young. You know, he also just was like, he was young in the relationship. Also, he wasn't good at communicating. And he was in a different place around the scenario of their relationship. But the people wasn't having it. The people was not having it. They feel like he said, just because you did wrong and you admit it does not make you, are you a better man? Are you taking accountability? Some people felt like, okay, you're blaming being young and immaturity on infidelity. That's not good enough. But some people feel like, you know what? 
it's good that he actually came out and spoke about what he was going through and was honest about it. It takes a lot of vulnerability for a man, especially a man in hip hop, to be like, you know what? I wasn't in a good place. I was immature. And therefore, that was reflective in my behavior. So when it comes to the people, y'all, versus Offset. People versus Offset. Mm. Who am I with? I'm sure you want to know. I do want to know. Well, in the case of the people versus Offset, my verdict is... Oh, my God. The anticipation. I'm with Offset on this one. Ah. I'm with Offset. I'm with Offset. Carrie, uh, let, me, let me hear why. Well, I don't condone cheating. No, I don't of course condone, not. I don't condone Jeannie at all. Because if you cheat on me, I'm going to sock you in the eye. Lies. Go on. Um, <laughs> anyone that says sock is not hitting anyone, <laughs> by the way. So no domestic violence also, y'all. We don't believe, we don't uh, endorse that. But no, I really feel like I applaud the ability to be transparent and actually talk about the fact that, you know what? I was young. I was dumb. I was in a good place. I had these issues. But what I want to see for me to really stand by Offset is, I, I mean, I don't have to really see it. His wife has to see it. The change behavior, the accountability behind the scenes. Like, what are you doing to basically improve your communication? So improve um, the way we communicate and the things or the triggers that made you want to go out yeah. and cheat in the first place. Right. Outside of just like, I was just young. Because that's well, part of it. But it's like, there's other things that are absolutely. part of it that really makes you stray away I remember um, someone who I know who told me that they used to cheat uh, because they didn't feel like they were in control like their, their their partner they felt like their partner was cheating on them and that they were stuck in a situation that they couldn't control and so they would just cheating to feel like they were in control right but it was like a passive aggressive like they didn't feel like they could address their partner directly so they would go and cheat to like feel like they were they doing something, something. I have some type of power in this, in this yeah. dynamic. And really, you ain't got no power. Nothing. We all in a bad cycle. Nothing. But you know, I um, I have a homeboy who told me, he was just like, listen, the thing about cheating is like, it takes something out of you. Like he was like, it's like, it's like a part of you goes away. You've committed to somebody, you've committed to something. And when every time you cheat, there's a piece of you that's like being ripped away from that relationship. Right. And he was like, Ultimately, you start to realize that the repercussions of the cheating, it ain't even doing the karma don't even come back just to you. Like mm. it can come back to the other per like to the person that you're with. Right. It's messy. Mm-hmm. Also just plants a seed in a relationship that you can't really you, unplant. It's a lot of you gotta dig real deep to unplant that one. Listen. So yeah. Shout out to Cardi B and Offset. You know, I wish you guys a lovely marriage. Hopefully, you know, all of that's behind you. Make some more music. Make some music. Yeah, do that. Get focused. We'll be right back to the Man and Seal show where I get focused with the things I learned this week. Yeah. The yeah. Man and Seal show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Man and Seal show. Things I learned this week. There's a lot you can learn from this. Yeah. Welcome back to the Man Seal show. I'm like the Bible. I'm Man Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for the things that you learned this week. That's right, folks. Uh, all right, so let's start first with Howard Zinn, incredible historian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a video, I posted a video on my page this week where he talked about the importance of disruption, that literally nothing has been gained in this nation unless people disrupt. Right. They get out, they get they get disobedient, they get impolite. Like that's how change happens. I did not know. He's also the the author of the very, very famous book. The History of the United States. Okay. If you have never read The History of the United States, which sounds like a really like basic, <laughs> sorry, like, a people's history of the United okay. States, but it is, it's like life changing and mind changing. Got it. Um, He was the chair of the history and social sciences department at Spelman. Mm. This is a very white man. 
I didn't know that. But it's not just that he's a white man. He was very radical and progressive. So I did not know that. And I thought that was really fascinating. So that's one of the things I learned this week. Uh, on the flip, I also learned this week that the KKK tried to invade the Caribbean. What? Not that he was abroad. Yes. So with the help of like money from white nationalists in the US and Canada and South Africa, <laughs> and shout out to Know Your Caribbean because this page on the internet, on Instagrams, always gives me the information. Um, and the woman who runs it is from... Grenada. That is correct. Okay. Um, but with the help of funds from these countries and the help of the former black prime minister of Dominica, it is, by the way, uncanny how many black revolutions were like literally uh, dismantled by black men. Right. And I'm not just saying there, there would be a black man leading the revolution mm-hmm. and then their homeboy would be like, gotcha. Judas and the black Messiah. There's that. So the KKK tried to invade Dominica in 1981 to convert it to a cocaine colony of the Ku Klux Klan. Not coke. They worked with the former prime minister of Dominica, Colonel Patrick John, who he helped the country gain independence, Uh but he was forced to resign by the people. And they were like, you know, we we don't want you here. They struck a deal to get Prime Minister Eugenia Charles in power and have John. uh, So sorry. The Ku Klux Klan struck a deal mm-hmm. with this dude to try to get him back in power and get Eugenia Charles out of power. So they was planning a whole coup, okay? While supporting the illegal businesses of the KKK. The KKK wanted to do this in another country. What other country do you think they wanted to do this in? It's the Caribbean country? Yes. Grenada. That is correct. <laughs> However, due to tighter security in Grenada, <laughs> they said, mm, we're going to try somewhere else. And Not they went security. to Dominica. Their aim was to reach the island, head to the government, stage a coup, remove the prime minister, and then take control and make it a KKK land called Aryan Utopia free from blacks and run by a true white system and it was a black man helping them to do this now they're trying to make six flags over dominica listen this is bonkers and apparently the only reason it didn't happen is because like somebody snitched somebody snitched and 11 men were arrested uh they got there was a tip-off they got arrested they were seized with 33 firearms dynamite a nazi flag a rubber raft and a document described as a contract with the former prime minister of Dominica, Patrick Arjon. Good job. Good job, Patrick. Good job. Got to be quicker than that if you go stage a coup. <laughs> like it's the Bay of Pigs. But on a, on a, on a positive note, uh, so I don't know if y'all know this, but breast cancer survivors have Barbie to thank for modern day prosthetic options because the creator of Barbie, Ruth Handler, she was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1970. She underwent a mastectomy. After buying and trying like several different uh, prosthetics, she was like, none of these are really like like practical and they don't make me feel like a woman and so she made what's called the nearly me prosthetics it came in 70 different size options with customizable customizable left and right breasts and it was priced affordably for women shout out to barbie so i thought that was great she said when i conceived barbie i believed it was important to a little girl's self-esteem to play with a doll that has breasts now i find it even more important to return that self-esteem to women who have lost theirs this barbie is a freedom fighter. Listen, so hilarious. So that's my things I learned this week, y'all. That was a lot, right? A lot of we, we was in a lot of different places we right there. Bam, bam, bam. I'm still stuck on the, the cocaine <laughs> on the island. I'm still stuck that this brother really thought this was a good thing to get down with. The way that y'all's egos get in the way, and I mean not just brothers, but just people, it's just bonkers to me. Like, it's really like Ja Rule with Firefest. Thought it was a good idea, and it went up in flames. 
We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, you've reached the Amanda Seal Show. I know you've been thinking about us. And we've been thinking about you. So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. I just wanted to call in about the library situation. Um, I am also enraged. I think it's incredibly stupid to close libraries to make detention centers for kids. Like you just said, that is a part of the school to prison pipeline. And it's a problem also in an age where we're seeing a lot of cool budgets being cut and teachers are left with fewer and fewer options um, and resources to provide for their students. Libraries being removed from schools is a very, very dangerous thing. And like Amanda, you have said, it is like trying to take us back to a time where it was illegal for black people for, to read. They're trying to, they're trying to do that again. And it's, it's a damn shame. Uh, but yeah, hope y'all have a great day. Take care. This is Brenton from Columbus. I'm just calling because I was just listening to you guys just like talk about the Supreme Court and how they're supposed to kind of uphold um, the Constitution, not like rewrite it. I just kind of wanted to know about your guys' opinions and what the Supreme Court can be doing better. Uh, I have my own opinions. Personally, I think something like a 50-50 split evenly throughout. There's no majority. It's always going to be a 50-50. There's, you know, say five Democrats, five Republicans. Um, I just wanted to get your guys' opinions on what you think would better the Supreme Court. Do you think it'd be term limits? Do you think it would be impeachment? Or, uh, I don't know. What are your guys' opinions? Bye. I agree with him 100%. Mm -hmm. Term limits, I think it should be an even court. And ultimately, there should not be politicization of the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Judges are supposed to be objective and unbiased. Impartial. So the reality is that if you're being put into the position by a specific party, Mm -hmm. then that impartiality goes out the window. Exactly. Um, To your point, I also agree with what he said. I do think... I mean, honestly, they need some integrity. I know. I mean, at the base. But the only thing that allows for that to me is consequences and repercussions. You think so? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, as we've seen, like integrity is not something that everybody just shows up with. Right, it ends yeah. up having to be enforced mm-hmm. to have that integrity and to keep it. I think I also need like some just like um, knowledge base. I think there's an idea like you you study the law, you're smart. I know you say like actual like um, like history history quizzes, right? And be like, okay, we're. Like even look at the uh, Florida curriculum. It's like were were slaves actually learning things that could be beneficial to them? True or false? Like what do you what are your answers? I think that's gonna give me a good gauge of like mm. your your thought process if you're actually um, knowledgeable of the history of this country. I think it's a big deal, and uh, I think that when we see the Supreme Court just out here all willy nilly, we mm-hmm. also know that there are three branches of government: executive, legislative, and judicial. The Supreme Court is judicial; the executive is the president. Legislative are the Congress who make the ju- who make laws by the Senate and the uh, House of Representatives. And I cannot stress this enough. I cannot stress this enough. We got a corrupt Supreme Court. We've got a right conservative, nationalist leaning. House of Representatives, we have like a one person majority by the law. Yeah, in the Senate with Kamala Harris breaking the vote and breaking the tie. If these right wing Christian nationalists get what they want and get a president in the executive branch of government, 
They will have hit the hat trick. It'll be like the Infinity Stone landed in Thanos' glove. They are going to have everything they need to turn this country all the way back into time. If you think that they will not have colored only bathrooms, if you think that they won't have, you know, uh, duplicitous laws that are harmful, that feel like, dang, we've been punched back to the 60s. All it takes is a vote. Mm hmm. All it takes is a vote and the support of the Supreme Court and the executive branch. That's the thing. Jeremiah always talks about the levers and how the levers of government have to be pulled. You get these people with all their hands on the same levers. Well, what? I'm moving to Belize. <laughs> Thank you for calling up. We love Check the Voicemail. Hit us up on 855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. It's Friday, August 4th. It's Black Joy Friday. It is. Jeremiah, what do we have coming up on the show today? Well, we're spreading more Black Joy because it's Black Joy Friday, as you just mentioned. So the Goodwill, Goodwill is spreading joy and doing great things to help Michael Jeffrey go from homelessness to being valedictorian in high school and go off to college. Okay. Also, we got our word game. Last week was called Word of Your Mother, but this week it could be... I'm going to call it um, Words with Friends. Words with Friends. All right, yeah. cool. We're basically going to test me and Engineer Supreme, Supreme Experience, <laughs> if we've been practicing and studying these words you've been learning all week. Yes. So we're going to get into all of that. We're going to check the voicemail and see what's on your mind. So don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time for A Story of Black Joy. This story warms my heart, Amanda. So, as we know, the pandemic has impacted people presently, in the past, yeah. in so many ways. Um, so, this included Michael Jeffrey, who lost his job and then his home during the pandemic. However, with the help of Goodwill Excel Center, Jeffrey emerged from tent living to valedictorian as he turned his life around. So, the former Waffle House employee faced hardships as he slept in a tent under the bridge at the Navy in the Navy Yard neighborhood of Washington, D.C., but now, Amanda, he has a new apartment and will become a college freshman at Catholic University for the upcoming fall semester. His his new dream is to attend law school and his, his register as a legal studies major. So the center is a free high school for adults to complete their education, thus making themselves eligible for even higher education. So I'm happy to see that they were able to step in and help Jeffrey, you know, get back on the good foot, especially after the pandemic. This is really a beautiful story because... It's so easy to just lose everything. Yep. And I don't think people really like grasp that, like mm -hmm. how quickly it can just happen. Like I heard a story the other day of this like 78 year old man who broke his back on the job and he went to get surgery. And when he came out of surgery, they had evicted him from his apartment. What? The landlord had given away all of his belongings. And just like that, he was homeless. The fact that it's actually even just legal is crazy. Right. Um, but to your point, like even in like in Jeffrey's case, um, he hadn't completed his high school education. So people in life who also haven't had the advancement of education or whatever, mm -hmm. to, where, to wherever they are in life, those small little inconveniences of life can really deter you. Especially yeah. like the global pandemic. We saw people who had a lot lose a lot. So people who already were lacking. Mm -hmm, yeah. Heavily impacted. The setback mm -hmm. was even greater. 
this is fabulous. And uh, I mean, to be going into legal studies, you know, that makes sense because right. now you'll be able to really uh, understand these laws and, and hopefully help folks and get them out of the same situations that you found yourself in. And second chances, man. Right. I never knew that Goodwill would, you know, even have these type things. Yeah. I just thought. Okay. It's awesome for you to see that we have resources out here. Yeah. So, so I think too, I, we need more resources. And we, and and a lot of people just don't even know what the resources right. are. Right. Especially, there's opportunities to kind of just change your um, circumstances through community, through mutual aid funds. You know, just go on Google, see what's going on. Your local community. If you know somebody, if you know somebody, you just say go on Google. Sometimes people don't have access to the computer. That's why we need libraries. That they're trying to close in Houston. <laughs> yeah. Black Joy Friday! Right. Joy, joy, joy! We gonna keep it. We gonna keep it right here. A story of Black Joy. Congrats, Michael Jeffrey. We'll be right back. See you in the Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. We're joined by... DJ Supreme. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? We up. So Supreme had a certain smugness when he sat down at the mic, uh, like he was about to just continue the reign that he has <laughs> held on to right here on this weekly game the of words. OK, so every day we give you the word of the day. And at the end of the week, we test Jeremiah like the Bible and mm. Supreme and you all at home on your retention of these words, because if you don't retain the words, then they're not going to be used in your vocabulary. All right. So the way it's going to go is I'm going to give you a word. Mm-hmm. You're going to either give me the definition or I'm going to give you the definition. You got to give me the word. But first, got to find out your buzzers. Jeremiah, what's your buzzer going to be this week? Who said that? That's my, my buzzer this Who week. What that? references? What is Who that? Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. Okay. Famous okay. meme. Famous meme. Famous meme. Okay. And uh, Supreme? Take it back to the 80s. I'm going to hit him with the smooth Jeffrey Osborne. And you woo, woo, woo. And you woo, Now that's my song. I was going to say, that's Jeremiah's jam. <laughs> now that's my song. Because I can woo, woo, woo. Can you woo, woo, woo? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So let's get into this right here. You know how it goes. Buzz in when you know the answer. If you feel like you can spell the word and use it in a sentence, then you get to steal and get the point. First word. This is a technical term. In law, it is commonly used in the phrase blank and, woo, woo, woo. and <laughs> supreme. That one is no. No. That is correct. The word is no. Is. I'm not offering the steal on this one because it's too easy. <laughs> All right. So Supreme has one point. If you are at home playing and you got one, then good for you too. Next word is plaintive. Who said that? Who said that? I had to run my buzzer. I was going to say, I want to say the woo-woo. Um, <laughs> brain fart. Um, plaintive is a sound that is, that emit, it's, it could be a sound or something that's ex, that's exuding um, sorrow or sadness. That is Let correct. Let me snatch that up. Let me steal that. Let me steal that. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Now you can use a plaintive. F-F. It All is, right. For the steal. It is spelled P-L-A-N-T-I-V. And the agony that he had from the the mistrial, he was just so plaintive about the results of the trial that he screamed in agony. Loser! That is incorrect. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to 
I'm finna say you the worst. Hell no. Yeah, you spelled it wrong, and then the sentence was definitely a run-on stretch of the imagination. So Jeremiah, don't get smug, Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah, we are getting a little smug. Okay, how it can't rain forever. Yeah, <laughs> you can't stop the rain. All right, we're gonna hold on to that right here at the Amanda Seal Show. When we get back, we're gonna find out who's gonna take the crown in today's game of what I call it. Uh, words, words with, with friends. friends on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. <laughs> I was like, what did we call it? The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. And you know, we are joined by. YNG Supreme. That's how we doing it for the young people today. YNG Supreme. <laughs> Not YNG. Not YNG right. Supreme. All right. I was going to say, don't get Rico now. <laughs> okay, so we are playing a little word game called Words with Friends. We do this every Friday where we test Supreme and Jeremiah on their knowledge of the words that we have shared throughout the week on Word of the Day. Mm-hmm. Why do we do this? Because if you don't get quizzed, if you don't get tests, you have no retention. That's, That's why right. when you have teachers that say things like we don't need homework teachers that say things like we don't need pop quizzes teachers that say things like we don't need exams they are not teaching would you agree as a former teacher i would agree you got to get quiz for retention why also because the the quizness of it has stakes Mm -hmm. okay so your brain thinks about it differently it prioritizes it all right so we're gonna get into this right here we've got a tie um, we got a tie. We have a tie. It was an attempted steal that was, uh, it, it didn't happen. It didn't turn out. It didn't turn out. Okay, so let's remind us of our buzzers. What's your buzzer, Jeremiah? Oh, Who said that? And Who what's your buzzer, that? Supreme? And you woo, woo, woo. Hilarious. All right. The word is describing someone who shows very little emotion. And you woo, woo, woo. I've been waiting for this one. But Jeremiah got it. Okay. Uh, the word is stoic. Yes. Let me read the whole definition. Describe someone who dis- who shows very little emotion, especially in response to a painful or distressing situation. Yep. Stoic. Uh, I will use it in a sentence. Okay. Can I steal uh, that? I no. Um, I will use it in a sentence. I had a boyfriend break up with me, and his face was completely stoic the entire time, even though he created the situation. That's a really good sentence. Thank you. Thank you very you much. Got that. All one. right. So. <laughs> <laughs> you you have two. I do. Okay, so this could be a tie. The last word is a formal word used to deny responsibility for or to refuse to acknowledge or accept. Oh, uh, I can oh, use uh, I can use the sentence for the same boyfriend. Who said, who said that? Yes, disavow. No. Nice. The word is disavow. Uh-huh. All right. Do you want to steal? Nah, he got that. Like, congratulations. Jeremiah wins Word with Friends for the first time ever. I studied this week. <laughs> All right, here at the Amanda Seal Show. The words were no, stoic, plaintive, and disavow. Try your best to use them in a sentence this weekend, all right? At least one of them, okay? And if you want to call us up and share that sentence with us, we would love to hear from you. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Thank you, Supreme, for playing with your best, you know, giving it your best shot. And uh, hopefully when we come back next week, you might take your crown back. Keep it locked right here the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Pick up the phone. You heard from us. You can always hit my line. Now, we want to hear from you. Hello. What's on your mind? Hit us up on the hotline. Join Amanda's combo. Get it off your chest. 855-262-6328. What's up with it? 855-AMANDA-8. 
Talk to us. Oh, thanks. No catch. We listening. Hey, Amanda. I wanted to say what I learned this week, which is a lot. Um, but these two words, solipsism, S-O-L-I-P-S-I-S-M. The quality of being self-centered or selfish philosophy, the view of or theory that the self is all that can be known to exist beyond consent, conventional or orthodox person. And these words were interesting because I read them in a New Yorker article in regards to apparently the woke. It's a woke perspective from, of course, a clear person, um, a clear cis male person. Uh, I think he was being facetious by pointing all this out. But um, again, um, in my research for my proposal, for my degree, um, I'm dealing with language and the indoctrination through psychology, basically verbiage as it relates to policy and things. So I ran across these two articles when I was examining um, the intersectionality from Kimberly Crenshaw based on yes. the interview that I saw the other morning. Well, I caught a glimpse of Yay! those are the two words I learned this week. Um, and I also learned more about who Kimberly Crenshaw was or is because I really didn't know. And now you do. My mom said the same thing. Thanks for putting me on to Crenshaw. <laughs> just, the, just, just the last name. Yes. Uh, solipsism. I had uh, a man tell me that I am a solipsist because I didn't agree with his ideas. Really? Yes. A famous man that you all know. Oh. And I was just like, so I'm self-centered and selfish because I don't agree with you. And he was like, it just seems like you only agree with yourself. And I know that people think that about me, but mm. it's like, I really be right a lot. Okay. And like when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But like right. I, I really take a lot of care to not be wrong so that I don't have to be like giving y'all wrong information. Mm -hmm. That's actually the effort. But nonetheless, uh, shout out to everybody who is out there. What's funny is to me and on, in, on the internet when they be like, you only want to talk to people who agree with you. Yes. Especially on the internet. On the, I'm saying, I'm like, we're on the internet. Ooh, I actually don't want to talk to y'all on the internet. Actually, I, if we've been for real. I mean, listen. At this point. DeSantis is sending debate. You know, <laughs> Kamala Harris to Kamala, uh, yeah, debate chance to call Kamala Harris, and y'all want me to debate y'all in the comments? Give it a rest. Thank you for calling up. We love check the voicemail. Hit us up on eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Keep it like right here, the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Today is Friday, August 4th. Mm -hmm. Do you have any plans for the weekend? Do I have any plans for the weekend? You know, I really would like to go try some new restaurants by my house. Oh. Because I'm, I'm the person that would eat the same thing over and over. Yeah, same. And I'm like, oh, there's so many restaurants on this little strip that I drive by. I'm like, that looks nice. But still go to Chipotle. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know what they serve. Over Got there. you. So that's my plans. What about you? I'm just going to be still and silent. Okay. That's what I have planned to do for this weekend. 
that's what's happened with the Brown did one time, and then she became my only person. <laughs> um, so we're gonna go tell you guys, tell you guys what happened this um, hour. So Black Joy Friday, this hour we're celebrating HBCUs because they're sharing Black Joy. So Prairie View University, Alabama A&M, stay locked in, listen up. I'm talking about y'all this hour. All right, don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy, like the Bible. And it is time for a story of Black Joy. Now, Amanda, school is out. It's out, but it's almost back in session. You know, yeah. I love a good HBCU story. Yes, we do. And HBCUs, they might not be on campus right now, but they are out here finding new ways to create change through leadership, programs, and community service. So we have two Black Joy stories and one Ooh. celebrating our HBCUs. So first, we're going to talk about Prairie View A&M University. They're expanding their Roy G. Perry College of Engineering with opening a new $700 million engineering classroom. Wow and research building after breaking ground just two years ago. So nearly two thirds of the complex was built for engineering students, classroom instruction with six generalized instructional classrooms and 14 specialized labs. The labs will support multidisciplinary research in space exploration. Interesting. I mean, that makes sense, hitting figures. Right, data data, um, analytics and AI, robotics, and structural analysis. We need that, we need the black robots. Listen, I love that it's at HBCU to your point because oftentimes black people are omitted from like AI and things like that. And then it gets, and then we get told, well, we can't be in these fields because we're not, informed mm-hmm. enough we're not learned enough we're not mm-hmm. we're not up and up so right. this is this right here is so necessary for making sure that black folks are able to continue to be a part of the workforce mm-hmm. moving forward because as ai is taking the lower income jobs and right. you know the jobs that they say don't require skill you know we have the opportunity to be at the top also who's teaching the ai who's the ai learning from Let's uh, talk about it um also album a&m shout, shout out to, to alabama um, it's projected that Alabama A&M University projects zero emissions transit with $8.1 million Department of Transportation grant. So the Bulldog Transit System at Alabama A&M has been selected by the Federal Transit Administration of the United States Department of Transportation <laughs> to receive a grant of $8.1 million. So the funding will be allocated towards university enhancements, okay. facility expansions, solar energy storage, okay. and additional projects. The grant aims to support the transition of the AAMU transit system to zero emissions. So when we talk about, you know, the current president, uh, the current uh, administration Mm -hmm. supporting HBCUs, because, you know, they love to say, oh, you know, Donald Trump, he gave so much to to the to the uh, HBCUs. Let me just clarify for y'all what the money that Donald Trump gave to the HBCUs had already been budgeted in the previous administration. Right. He was literally just carrying out what had already been decided on before he even got in office. Just so y'all know. So you're you're really just, uh, when you use that as a reason for why you like him, you are literally just saying he didn't cancel something that had right. already been put in place. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his idea. He didn't put it together. He literally just didn't stop it. You know why he didn't stop it? Why? Because he probably didn't even know it was about to happen. Probably. He was busy. He was doing other things. Not reading. So I'm glad to see this happening. $8.1 million is no small chunk of change. Right. University enhancements. We we need those at the school. We do. We do. We do. Well, uh, that's another story of Black Joy. A story of Black Joy. Right here on the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Happy Black Joy Friday. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. Amanda, it is now time for the Black Spin. Yes, it is. 
So this segment, The Black Spin, is when we always, you know, we take it back. It's 50 years of hip-hop that we've been celebrating all year. Mm-hmm. And Jeremiah be wanting me to share my my knowledge of this hip-hop thing. And the other day, we were talking about mixtapes. We were. I don't think a lot of y'all really understand the level that mixtapes were and how important they were for artists. The same way that a lot of people outside of strip club culture don't understand that, like, strip clubs really have been a way for music to get broken for artists that couldn't get on radio. Right. That is what mixtapes were. So they were a bridge for artists who didn't have a way to get into the radio space or a way to get into the industry. They were a way for their music to get out there. This is, of course, before we had SoundCloud and, you know, the Internet. It was just a way for the people straight to consumer to get new music. And this also created a whole other industry for DJs because then it became like which DJs get the best records, which DJs break the artists. And it was also an opportunity for MCs who like had record deals to like make some money on the side, right? So when you had like a big artist like Jay-Z, if he put out a mixtape record on somebody's mixtape, that person's mixtape is going to sell crazy copies, but they're also going to hit off Jay-Z with a check that he doesn't have to split with the record company. Right. So this was like a very big deal. And in New York, it was huge. I know in Houston, it was also huge because there was the whole screwed up mixtapes and it was its own culture, right? But in New York... There were cats that were making millions off of mixtapes. It was a whole industry. I remember like driving with DJ Self to go pick up his mixtapes, driving with DJ Envy to go pick up his mixtapes. And then they had these pallets of mixtapes in the back. And it was just like a huge industry. So much so it got so big that that's when DJ Drama of the affiliates, he started making so much money off of his Gangsta Grills mixtapes. Gangsta Grills. That the RAAA made it a federal case and literally uh, raided his office and held guns to his staff's head over some mixtapes and the money he was making because the record companies didn't like that he was doing music with their artists. And because they treat their artists like property, Mm -hmm. they felt that he was stealing from them by doing music with the artists without giving them a cut. And they made it a federal case. You feel like they also kind of change the record deals of it all. Like, you know, people have like 360 deals now. With yes. Record labels yes. 1,000%. 1,000%. That's when the 360s had really come into play. But I think it was a really great time because it really allowed for this other special enclave of music that wasn't being run by record execs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't being run by ANRs deciding like, oh, you should put out this for the ladies or you should put out this for the radio. It was where you would get the raw records. You know, the, the joints that, that cast maybe wouldn't have put on an album, but they still wanted people to hear. Right. And I feel like that was something that we just don't have that anymore. You know, that trying to translate that uh, transitioned into the blog culture. Mm-hmm. So the blogs became kind of like the mixtapes, right? You had two dope boys. You had, you heard that new. Um, there was another one that I'm not going to say because he's trash, but it was just like, it, there was a time where you had to like go through these different spaces that were curated to get the the new joints. And now the people just give it to you themselves. But I think the closest thing to now would be like how Apple and Spotify will do playlists. And it's like a big mm-hmm. deal to, to no, it's a big deal for artists to get on these playlists. Right. But I think to your point, there was like a, a underground is too. Yes, it's true. Being on Apple and Spotify is like you, it gets, you don't get much more commercial right. than that. No, it's true. I mean, there was definitely an undergroundness, and there was a curation that was being done based on the fact that, like, okay, these are cats that don't have the backing. So mm-hmm. how do we get them out there? Right. And when you look at folks like um, Kendrick and mm-hmm. Cuddy and uh, Chance the Rapper, like they all came through that system. Even like big acts, like you got Nicki Minaj and Drake, they have like their fans even now. Like the mixtapes were your your best era. Listen. That uh, that Drake mixtape, so far to go, so far gone, so far gone, was 
a huge deal. Mm-hmm. It was a mixtape. Yeah. And that's that. So taking it back, shout out to DJ Clue and uh, DJ Envy and Cutmaster C and DJ K Slay the Drama King. And of course, uh, Green Lantern. <laughs> like, listen, it was a time, honey. It was a time. Now it's 2023. That's the right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, we're about to head on out of here. It's the Amanda Seal Show on Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. It's been a great Friday, Friday. Remember, you can check out every episode of the Amanda Seal Show wherever you get your podcast. Just go to wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, Side Effects of Gossip with Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked. You can also get that wherever you get your podcast. You can also watch it on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV, where you can also check out my new vlog series, a video vlog uh, called Amanda on the Move. And want to remind you, I made a big announcement today. You did. That I'll be dropping a new political comedy documentary called In Amanda We Trust. And if you want to make sure that you're going to get it when it drops, then you need to go to inamandawetrust.com. Drop your name in there and boom, it'll land in your inbox when we are dropping. So what should I do with all the money I start gathering from donations if people thought you was running for office? Because I was over here. Please do not say that to people because they will absolutely think you're serious and next thing you know, it'll be like, Amanda Seals no. is fraudulent. No, we would never do that. We would, we're right. We would never do that. Yeah, we're not those, those are the other people that's actually, that's actually that's literally, are. yes, because Donald Trump has absolutely used $40 million of his campaign finances for the lawyers. If y'all know nothing else about German like the Bible, I'm not going to jail. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Scamming. No. All right, y'all. We got more for you right here. Actually, we don't have more for you. Uh, we will on Monday, though. We will on Monday. So remember to keep it all good, right? To keep it clear. Keep it calm. Keep it cool. Remember, we are each other's business. We look out for each other. We lift each other up. Peace. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.